Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the Rich Shields Golf Show podcast, episode 199. Yes. We're in St. Andrews. We are. Today's episode, we've got some very special guests all the way from USA, Bob does sports. It was insightful and it was eye-opening. We've already done the interview, so you're going to find out how Bob does sports started, the characters. So we've got Bob, Bobby Berger, <laughs> Fat Perez, that's nicknamed himself, and Joey Coldcuts, three um, real kind of characters in their own right, but when put together, they blend unbelievably well. I've watched their videos for a while. I know you have as well. Yesterday, we filmed with them for the first day. They are, you can see why they're so successful. So they've got a YouTube channel that started about 18 months ago. They're absolutely smashing it over half a million subscribers already, which is great. We've invited them over to Scotland for a week of filming together. Uh, we've got loads of amazing golf courses lined up, loads of videos coming your way. So that's the interview today, but in more breaking news. Big news. We've teased about it for a long time. The live show, the live podcast, Friday, the 13th of October yes. in Manchester at my home golf course, Worsley Park Marriott. Correct. We've managed to get an incredible room with just shy of 300 fans can come along and experience me and Guy and a few special guests. Now the tickets go live today, Wednesday, the 23rd of August at 2 p.m. UK time. Now, in the description of this video, you'll see the link that won't be live yet till 2 p.m. today. It's going to be a good one. We've got a cool room. It's going to be kind of a nice number of people in the sense that it'll feel busy, but quite intimate. Yeah. We've done two live shows so far. We did Manchester a couple of years ago. We did London, the great. It's a nice chance to meet people, to have a bit of a laugh. I'm super excited. It's at the Marriott. So if people want to stay over, there's the option they've done as a reduced rate. So people can stay Thursday night or you can stay Friday night, maybe go and get a round of golf again at Rick's home golf course. You might get boozy, I'm sure. I will definitely get boozy. Uh, I might have a couple of ciders, let my hair down a little bit. I think um, it's only right. They said a few special guests to party. It'll be just a good chance to meet people in the clubhouse, have a good laugh, celebrate 200 episodes, celebrate four years of the podcast. 
Yeah, so it won't be quite the 200th episode. It'll be a few episodes after that. Um, Friday, the 13th of October, 2023. Get your tickets today, Wednesday, the 23rd of August. Using the link below, tickets go on sale 2 p.m. Be fast. The £20 per ticket. That's cheap. It's too cheap. It is too cheap. You actually agreed to that price. Anyway, thanks for watching. Enjoy this fantastic chat with the guys from Bob Does Sports. All right, guys, we're in St. Andrews. Yeah, we are. Hey. What a world. Who would have thought it? Not me. Bringing, <laughs> bringing you three guys from Bob the Sports here to Scotland mm. yeah. for an epic week of filming. Yes. Yeah. And today we're playing the old course. Oh. It's going to be unbelievable. Felt like Christmas morning. <laughs> Waking like up. This morning. Yeah. We couldn't sleep last night. We were so jazzed up about it. Walking it the other day kind of got us ready to roll. It's it's special. Mm. I'm very privileged and honoured, and I think everyone here as well. We can't wait to see how you guys, almost the emotions on the first tee. So I don't think there's a golf course in the world like it where it's like this is this is it. This yeah. is the home of golf. Yeah. Like you know, and this you get feelings on that first tee, even though the fairways as wide as you can imagine. You get some funny feelings on that first tee. <laughs> I was standing on that uh, first tee. It's great. I keep looking at that 17th tee with that window. I'm fascinated by it because it's such a, I got a little draw and I was just on the tee box just looking at that window. I, I mean, it's, it's going to be a ride. I can't wait. So you guys have absolutely been smashing it. How long has, how long has the YouTube channel been going for now? I think uh, a, about a year and a half now. It feels like five years, but yeah, I think about a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. And where, where did that, I, I'm sure you've, you might have told this story before another podcast, but it'd be great for our listeners. How did that all come about? How did that start? Because it feels like it's been a, a, a very unusual journey to get to where you are now. Yeah. I mean, I think initially the channel, the idea was not intended to be a golf channel at all. It was um, the name origin Bob to sports was Bob was supposed to be like man on the scene and go to different sporting events and interview different people at like, world series games or football games or different things like that and get funny content like that. And he was doing it for what, Baba? Probably a couple months like that. Yeah, I'd say a few months we were doing it. Yeah. And it was so cool. And, uh, one time I remember he called me and he couldn't make it to something. And he said, you know, why don't we just film a golf episode for this week for Bob to sports instead of going on the thing. And we used to film and have fun and, and play golf and just do it on our phones. Like it was, very low tier not it was no production value at all but then we finally had a cameraman and we had a gopro on the on like the cart cam and it was like the first time we ever did it and it went really well and like i think it was like probably i would say bob what one of the best episodes that we had done up to date that he had done up to date so he was like we should just run it back and then we started doing that more regularly and then it just kind of everybody just saw like the opportunity that was there and how good it could mm -hmm. be and then it just kind of transformed and we just, you know, eventually I, they said, you know, we'd like to bring you on Joe, Joey for the, you know, with the channel and you and Bob would do it. And that was before we had this legend here with us. And um, <laughs> then once we got him, it was like game over, but it's weird. No, Bob, just to think about like, it, it seems like an eternity ago. Like he said that that happened, but it really, it's not been that long at all. No, it really hasn't. It wasn't sustainable either. Like if we were going to be going, we we're going to be going to different stadiums and I would be like interviewing different fans and stuff like that. And 
it was good, but to get a video out every week, it wasn't sustainable going to different cities week to week just to get one video a week. We just never would have been able to do it. Wow. You know what's mad? I mean, we follow golf YouTube a lot. Like I would say we're somewhat obsessed with golf YouTube (laughs) and we've watched a lot of channels come and go. And I I remember when I first kind of caught your channels, like, whoa, these guys are filling a niche that's not been filled yet. Like bringing that humor, bringing those personalities, bringing a level of, of good golf, but also a mixture of bad golf. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, very sure, bad I'm sure golf. you don't mind me saying that. No, not at all. It, it was that it was that level of humor that I, I don't think has been filled before. And I think as well, what's changed so much over recent years is how YouTube and golf YouTube has kind of matured. That you guys in a year and eight, 18 months, let's say, have gone from nothing to like over half a million subscribers. That was not achievable back in the day, was it? It would take no. years and years. If you come out with a good product and you fill in that niche like you guys have, it's crazy the growth. I, I don't know really. I'd love to look into the stats. I probably should know it off by heart a bit more. I don't think a channel's ever got to half a million subscribers in golf as quick as you guys. Wow. Right. No. I, I don't think they would have done. And, and video after video, you're getting comfortably hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views. And you've got to think to yourself, like, I mean, one of my favorite videos that you guys did was the Max Homer video mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. when you have Max on. And, and you seem to make these guys outrageously comfortable as well in the content. Like he was knocking on the door shooting a 59 that day, which is pretty special. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, uh, even like a guy we were talking about on the, going to the course yesterday, you guys have seen it. You guys have been in the game so long. So it was interesting to kind of get your perspective on it of just how much has changed and how much different channels that there are now. Um, and for us, yeah, I mean, to have these guys on is crazy. And then I think what's really been cool I know, at least for me, and I think I speak for the guys too, is like to get it to the point where I think it benefits these guys, these pros to come on the channel. um, That's a really, really cool place to be with it. That now guys want to come on the channel. That to me is awesome. Well, that's what we notice a lot that obviously as more and more of these guys understanding YouTube and what it can do to them, it gives them a platform to showcase their personality. And that's sometimes the downside for me with golf is that you can watch a guy, he might shoot 63, great. But you just see them hit a shot, they might do a very scripted interview afterwards. But when you see people on our channel or on your channel and they're being themselves and showing the humour, I think that is what really creates more hardcore fans. And I think they're definitely opening up to it now. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. And I think Max Homa, as an example, you know, is a great video, but I think most people knew from his Twitter and other things he does on social media that he's a funny guy and a guy you'd like to hang out with. But a guy like Keegan Bradley is a great example of a guy that on, on the course uh, during a tournament is very intense, right? Mm-hmm. The way he side eyes putts and um, having him on our channel and kind of opening up for a casual round of golf and the comments that we saw, probably he saw as a result of that, of, of like, I didn't realize how much I liked this guy. Like what a laid back, chill dude. And, you know, it, it, in the beginning, I think when we wanted to have these guys on, you're sort of, you know, without any examples of what videos can do for them, you're sort of saying, hey, this is what it'll look like. Mm. Trust us. Come <laughs> on. Um, but, you know, the more that we've had these guys on and the re- reception to those videos become, I would think, a little bit easier to to you know, talk to these guys about, Hey, like you want to run it? You've like got those case to show. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Which, uh, which golfer do you think would be best in one of your, like your food challenges <laughs> or, or one of your drinking challenges? Who's on, who's on the hit list? <sighs> it's got um, a big John. <laughs> John Rom, when we played with him, we did a couple yeah. holes. 
Um, and we did a funny like behind the scenes thing for with Callaway where they showed some of the stuff that we did. And one of the clips that they showed him was us doing our taco challenge. And he kind of was like, I could do that. Like when I went to ASU, I used to eat like 12 tacos at Jack in the Box every night. So like someone like him, when we, when we got lucky enough to play a couple holes with him, he has such a presence and he's so fun. And like, uh, he's a typical guy that I don't think he's kind of misunderstood. And mm-hmm. I think like having him on, I think he'd really open up. He was really fun to be around and play with. And if we did something like that with him, I think it would just break the internet. <laughs> I, I, would be I think this guy might John have been hinting at another John. Who yeah. actually did very well. John. Uh, oh, John yeah. Daly. Oh, yeah. oh that would be terrific. Yeah. That's pretty uh, right down the middle drinking he, he, challenge there. Around the old course where he won in 95. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one thing I'm looking forward to though, so your videos, now videos are very different. I think that's pretty, pretty obvious. And it's yeah. great to have this collaboration week. Rick is obviously quite a, you were quite a traditional PJ pro. Our videos are somewhat quite clean. I, d- I don't even wear my hat backwards. No, yeah. never. I'm really um, clean. On the podcast, however, the podcast listeners will know and the hardcore podcast listeners, Rick lets his hair down a bit more. And it's often spoken about when he's had a few drinks, he goes from Rick into Ricky. <laughs> yeah, kicking in I was calling him Ricky yesterday. Yeah, yeah, cool. Some, I think it's tomorrow you're filming the video I'm going to come on to. Was it the day after? Uh, tomorrow, yeah. You yeah. are going to be playing. This is on your channel. So everyone listening and watching, make sure you go and head out and watch this video when it's out. You're doing a, a Guinness challenge. And oh, I'm yes. a little bit concerned for Rick. But I'm also very, very excited to see Ricky in full flow on your channel. You don't need to worry about Let's me, Let's explain my what's happening tomorrow. We're playing nine holes and we're doing a Guinness on every tee, right? Yes. Oh my God. A can of Guinness or a, we'll have to get pint glasses. Yeah, because yeah, well, you said you can't do it out of the no, can, it's, right? No, it's, that would cause a lot of issues. So that's going to be nine Guinnesses. Yeah. And how many can you tolerate, Rick? Um, in a normal drinking session, yeah. which isn't just two hours long, I think I can do nine quite comfortably. Yeah. It's the duration. Yes. Nine, yeah. nine, nine two, holes. What's two the hours. golf as well? Will it get yeah, the golf maybe? is what creeps up on you too, because a lot of times we'll complete like the drinking or eating challenge, but then you have to break a score and a scramble and you're so focused on the challenge itself that you forget about the golf. I think there'll be, a, I think there'll be a sweet spot around the third or fourth hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I think it'll it's go real. It'll go yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. It'll be nice, nice, nice. A very sharp decline on the backside. I know side. you guys and enjoy it a bit. And I missed the big night out you had a couple of days ago. I was at home. I've obviously... Last that, that was, was quieter, just a starter. But I'll be starter. honest, I, I put my money on Rick. He can't put it away. Oh, I think I he's going to be fine. Yeah, I don't worry. I, I've seen him go, just watching him go. I don't worry about him the slightest bit. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out on Thursday when we've got another filming session going on at Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be, that's going to be interesting, but luckily all the tea times are late. You hinted at it before, Joey, you brought in Fat Perez into the channel. Um, I I do know this story, but I'd love to hear it from you guys and and the listeners I'm sure would love to hear it as well. Yeah, we, uh, during COVID I was doing, I was working for another company and we were doing these happy hours and there was really nothing to do. Everybody was, was in home and we did a Patreon, which is, I'm sure you guys know behind a paywall. So for the people that you know, really listened to the to the podcast and loved it. The diehards, they would pay monthly to get an additional podcast and then we would do a happy hour. So we would do a weekly happy hour where it would be on Zoom and we'd all be drinking. We would be running the show from then. We would bring different guests on and whatnot. I was going to say, what type of show? Is it more like a comedy show, interview show? Yeah, so there's another podcast that we do called The Brilliantly Dumb Show and that's, it's like sports and comedy mix. So that's what it was for. And so we would do these happy hours weekly and they were a blast. There was nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we would get hammered in it. We would just, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing it. Um, so we were on one and I could see everybody on the Zoom. 
So we're in the middle of the happy hour and everybody's drinking. And I get a text from Joe. And you know when you go on to Zoom, it says the name of yeah. the person on there. Joe texts me. He's like, do you see this fat Perez guy? So <laughs> I look up and there's this guy in his cubicle. And like he, he's, he's clearly in an office setting. Like he's clearly at work. And he's just mowing down pizzas and beers. Just, just mowing them down. And um, so we're like, all right, we got to go. We're going to go over to this fat Perez guy. And. He comes on and his first line just out of the gate, he just steals the show. Like it was just all the show. And then at the end of the show, we always did like an MVP. So out of the fans that came on, we we give an MVP <laughs> and he won it by a landslide. And he kept coming on and he kept coming on. What was the first line that, that you said when we went to you? Um, My well, the, the, the first time I came on, I, I wasn't drinking, but I was eating. Oh, and yeah. I was sitting in a cubicle and they're like, you guys were like, Fat Perez, like cheer, give us a cheers. For the happy hour, and I said, "Well, my my asshole manager drank all my beer, uh, and the kid, I guess it's his kitchen, but it's my beer." Um, we had a little like you know, drink a beer, leave a beer type of a system at work, and he drank all the beer I brought in and didn't replace it yet. So I was like, "I'd love to give you cheers, but I can't. Um, we'll keep it moving." And that was it. That was it. That, that was, was it. the start of the legend. Yeah, yeah. Then after he he messaged me because we got to know him. And Bob and I were headed to Pinehurst for a golf trip. And he messaged me. He's like, hey, Colcutts, I'm going to be in Pinehurst. I heard that you guys are going there. Would love to connect with you guys and have a drink. So I was like, yeah, of course, man. Like, let's do it. So we met him after playing number four. We went and met him on the putting green. We went and had a drink, and he was so funny that we invited him to dinner. And dinner turned in. We didn't know at the time that he was a golfer. We we didn't know that he was a big golfer. No way. So our friend at the time was like, so do you golf? He goes, yeah. And he's like, well, what's your handicap? He's like, I'm like a one or two. Mm-hmm. Dropped his fork. And <laughs> the guy that we were with was like, there's no way. Like, he couldn't <laughs> believe it. He was, just could not believe that he was. He's like, yeah, I kind of am. So he was like, well, we're playing number two, which anybody knows number two Pinehurst is like the best course. So were they, was he trying to catch you out at this point? Yeah, he was like, we're playing it tomorrow. Yeah, he's like, if you're really a two, like, we've got a, we've got a fourth spot tomorrow on two. Um, be there and, like, show us. And it was a Monday. So I'd gone there. I, was, I just happened to be down there with my wife for the weekend. And I saw that they were in North Carolina and going down there. So I had to convince her that it was reasonable for her to drive separate to Pinehurst. <laughs> She's like, why would, what, why on earth would I drive separate four hours away? And I was like, well, I might meet up with these guys and I don't know, maybe, you know, it'll turn into golf or something. I don't want you to wait around on Sunday night. Um, That's very considerate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, um, they invited me to play. It was like Monday afternoon. You guys were playing 36, but I was like, I have to work in the morning. Like I can't play the morning round. So I had to like call my boss. You did like a, like a, almost cameo. like a cameo for my boss. <laughs> yeah, Cause it was his birthday. And he was like, yeah, I guess my, my boss is around my age at the time. And, or my boss at the time was around my age. And, uh, he was a, like followed Bob. So I was like, if you do this video and just say it's your birthday and, Ask him if I can play with you. I might be able to, to pull this thing off. <laughs> and that's exactly how it went down. And then I went out and I, I played pretty well. I think I shot like 74, 75 on two. And they just couldn't. And he there's drank a vlog. like 10, 11 beers. Yeah. There's an old vlog on, um, it's on the Brilliantly Dumb Show yeah. uh, YouTube where it's like introducing Fat Perez, like just a f- phone vlog he did. Um, I mean, yeah, how, it's pretty how wild. The, how the hell did you three end up being together? Oh, we, were like, we were like, we have to have this guy on the channel. It's like, crazy. It's just, yeah. So how long from that point then did you become like a full kind of member? So? Well, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's I, I think about this stuff sometimes because um, there's like little points where like, 
it could have gone this way. It could have gone that yeah. way. Like, uh, you know, who, who the, the fact that they're across the country in North Carolina in Pinehurst the same weekend, I'm there with my wife and just saw there's, there's just little moments where like, it, you know, and I didn't think anything of it then. It was like, Oh, that was cool. Um, that was fun. You know, I'll talk to keep talking to them, I guess. Um, but they, they started to like that. This was even before Bob to sports. Yeah. This is, so this was before Bob to sports when I met them. And then he, um, started doing kind of the man on the street stuff. Then he came in, it started to be a golf channel. And, um, then you had a couple of videos that, that went viral, that links to Victoria video where, Joe thought he was going to Tory oh, Pines that was, and that was got taken so to, you know, video. bit of a dog For track. those guys uh, listening and watching, uh, Bob was surprising Joey with, where was it, a trip to where? Tory Pines. Tory Pines, yeah, it wasn't Tory Pines. Where <laughs> no, you were, no, was it? No, it was like the worst course in LA. It was I awful. It's like a landfill and uh, there was bricks in the fairway and he's a big golf enthusiast. So he was, he was really, he was really excited and we took him to, Oh man, this course was, it, it's, it's the worst I've ever seen by far. And he threw a fit. Well, surprise, we're not playing the old course today. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I was really wanting to do that as a video. I just couldn't do it to you guys. I gotcha. Yeah, just to get Bob back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hell of a I deserve it. Come back. So yeah. I would say now, I mean, you've all got, I'm sure your fan favorites are probably can relate to each one of you individually. There is a, a hell of a cult following for you, mm. for you, Perez, where oh, yeah. it feels like you've got a real diehard fan base. Not that you guys haven't, right. but it, it does certainly seem like this kind of cult following that, that Perez has got. How does that, how does that make you feel? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm for better or for worse. I'm the same person I've kind of always been. And I think the things that people latch onto about me were, um, things that I probably apologized for in my, my normal life. Um, so it's a bit bizarre um, to be kind of celebrated for things that, um, my mom would, you know, just kind of rub her face about. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, 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 it, it's been like a crazy surreal kind of whirlwind for me, I would say. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always wanted to play golf for a living, you know, as a kid growing up and, you know, I, I you know, there was only one Avenue for that when, when, when I was younger and that, and then I, you know, that was over. So, it's, it's pretty crazy. I get to, to do exactly what I want to do. And, um, and, and, and people enjoy it. I, I don't know how to describe it. What were you doing in the office cubicle all those years ago? Yeah, that, that part-time pizza eater. Um, I was an accountant. Um, so I went to school for accounting and was in public accounting for a long time and then got into sort of commercial real estate, um, kind of fund management stuff. It's very different. How, how did that feel then going from a, a proper job and a, quite a serious job to then kind of essentially quitting instead of going doing golf YouTube for a living? Yeah. Um, it was a, it there was a crazy transition. Um, I'm married as well. So mm -hmm. that, that uh, I probably would have jumped a little bit sooner um, for right or for wrong. Yeah. Uh, but she had a few kind of checkpoints and rules for me to hit and, um, I think she wishes she had shot a little bit higher. Um, and, uh, so once I kind of hit those things, it's like, I think I'm, I think I'm out of here. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I feel very fortunate and very lucky. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't miss the Monday through Friday grinds. 
I actually went and visited his office when we were in Virginia. And we met his old boss and like his colleagues and they had roped off. I guess somebody took his actual cubicle now, but they kicked the guy out for the day and they put like a red tape around it. Like it was like a VIP section. (laughs) And they put up like a fat Perez and like had a whole thing. It was really, they were such nice people and they were so like, like, I don't know. They, they were so cool about it. Like they were so proud of him. It was like, yeah, that's our Nick. I still go, I go in there like once a month or so. I mean, I, the people I loved, like I miss the people. I, I don't miss the job, Yeah. Um, but I still pop in there and say hi. And I don't know if they enjoy that or, you know, <laughs> I can, yeah, I'm rolling in with untucked shirt and sandals, asking them how the day is going, you know, just, and you, you heading just to or left the golf been, course. I've just been to Scotland. Yeah. It was for, for me, it was cool when they, when it was time for both of them to leave their jobs, to watch that process go down. Cause like his was wild. And then even Joe, Joe was working at the four seasons for Wolfgang Puck. So like, for him to take that leap to then go do it full time and the conversations that we had back and forth when it was time for him to, to take the jump and do it. And, and same thing for Perez to watch that kind of go down and then to watch it work out. Because I mean, even for me, it was a lot of pressure for me because I was, I was trying to get them to come on full time and I wanted it to work out. I mean, Bob to sports at the time, it was far from, I mean, it wasn't doing great at the time, um, you know, it was still building. So to watch them take the jump and then to have it work out. Cause even like, I remember when Joe had to tell his parents that he was going to leave to do this full time, our parents have no idea at the time yeah. of what no. YouTube golf is. So it was new to them. So to watch them, you know, do it. And then it, it work out was, was really, really cool. It must've been a lot of pressure on you as well. Yeah. Though. Oh, oh, I was feeling it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, it really was. And, no, they had good things going like they and like they never asked for this. They never like it isn't like what they set out to do. Like it kind of just came like Perez is all the time. He never you never wanted to you never set out. to go No, to, to even fall. when I was hitting you guys up and, you know, I'd go Pinehurst to L.A. a few times. I, I was never like, this is my shot. No, you were I, just a fan. You were just yeah, you just enjoyed what they were doing. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I. We became if COVID, if yeah. COVID never happened, I would have never gone on a Zoom happy hour. Yeah. In my, you know, I'm going to go down to a normal happy hour um, down the street or bar, right? Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of things that just kind of lined up. But I never, even when we did our match with Foreplay, which is kind of the first time that I was with them, I wasn't thinking when I went that like this would be my shot. Like yeah. if I can play well here, be funny, I've got a chance. I just thought this is going to be a crazy experience. I'll be able to show my kids like, Dad was on YouTube that one time, you know, like I, I never really thought anything of it. Well, sorry. So I was going to say, you know, what's crazy though, even though now again, YouTube's so established and it's matured so much, there's definitely something in the fact that a lot of the most successful channels and, you know, Rick, Good Good and you guys as well in particular, have all kind of been natural. And like you, Rick started off YouTube to become a busier golf coach at the time, 11, 12 years ago, there was no such thing as monetization. It was to get more clients coming through. You know, if you look at Garrett, he was just doing trick shots in his mm-hmm. garden on Instagram. It just became something different. And then you guys as well, it feels like the channels that do the best always start with the right intentions you can't force it i think like our biggest asset is just the relatability of us golfing as friends like we have one guy who's really good and then a couple guys who can play okay but can be pretty stinky at times too and i think the thing is is that like our friendship is the core of our channel Mm -hmm. and the interactions and just the fun that we have on the course you can't you can't script that you can't make that up and it's just Thankfully, that's what we have, and it's genuine and it's honest, and people really like it for now. Hopefully, it happens for a long time, but you can't. I think a lot of people 
also, if you try to go on YouTube, if you do the wrong reasons and you're just trying to get numbers and do stuff, Plus, you're, you're forcing it and it's just not going to turn out the way that you with, want. With, with that yeah. in mind though, and, I, and again, we're, we're kind of similar to that, but you guys must release a video and be like, looking, oh, it's like a five out of 10. or it's not done very well. Do you get hard done by that? Or do you just feel like? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As long as you're happy with the content, that's all that matters. A little bit of both. Mm, yeah. I mean, we now we we have an idea of of what's, and I'm sure you guys do. Before we release a video, we have a pretty good idea now of what we think is going to. Yeah, do you well get that now. feeling on the special mm -hmm. ones, don't you? Yeah, yeah. and I think it's it, it makes us feel like we're heading in the right direction. I don't think we've been shocked by a video doing great or a video doing yeah. poorly. So we, I feel like we kind of have the finger on the pulse of of what we do, what our viewers want to see. Yeah, um, I think that. Day, you know, we'll, we'll always love to be shocked by a one out of 10 that we didn't think was going to be, but the day where we thought something would be really good and it's 10 of 10, you know, that's going to be kind of a head scratching day. Mm. Um, and, and we really haven't run into that. We, we know for the most part, what's going to work and what doesn't. For everyone listening and watching on YouTube studio, when you release a, a piece of content, it actually grades it between one and 10 of your last videos and how many views it's got. So if you're confused about what that little chat was good, about. Ten's one, not so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a question for you, um, Perez. Have you actually met, have you ever met uh, Pat? No. Pat Perez? No, I haven't. I haven't never uh, talked to him. Um, I don't think, I, I, I probably DM'd him back a little while ago. Um, 
I, I, you know, I think we'll cross paths. I think it's kind of like one of those things that you see consistently in comments, you know, when's the Pat Perez versus Pat Perez coming. Um, I think he's, you know, he is himself and a funny guy. Yeah. Um, I think you, you think him and I would have a really good time uh, on the course and off the course. I'd love, I'd love to see that. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I want to, I want to, I, I feel like I want to meet him on, you know, in person on kind of equal ground and not yeah. necessarily through a DM. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, we kind of have some mutual acquaintances, I would say. So hopefully one day in Scottsdale or something, um, we cross paths and I, I think that'll be a funny day. I don't, I don't know how he feels about me, honestly. I, I've heard from some people that he, that he thought I was kind of jabbing at him originally. Um, and, and some people clarified that that wasn't the case. He's, you know, I'm just a fat guy, long hair. Um, so I, I, I don't, I don't know how he feels about the whole thing. Did you come um, up with the nick- Did you actually come up with the nickname? No, oh. my, I had some buddies back home, um, that, that gave me the name and, and I, and I didn't particularly like it. Um, but I'm, I'm glad it stuck. Do you like it now? Oh, I love it now. Yeah. <laughs> His email chain, it'll say, uh, like at the bottom, there's a header and it says fat Perez, the big guy, and then it's just like the logo of his. Yeah. yeah. When I go to like airdrop him something, like the other day I was going to airdrop something, and like the airdrop come up and it just said Fats MacBook. It's unbelievable. It really is. You know, I'm interested in the style. You mentioned a minute ago about this kind of collaboration you did with Foreplay, um, and kind of barstool sports, etc., is huge in, in the in the US. Um, I don't feel like we've got that in the UK. I feel like our like create a network or so yeah mm. I, you know i don't feel like that's ever transitioned over here as much but it feels like it's huge over in the u.s they're doing more over here they've got um, paddy pimlet paddy the baddie and stuff yeah. 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 Still. but it's not really like you said it's not as big is it no. it's weird you guys what i appreciate with you guys is like you've and i've said to you on the podcast before you really are you you really pioneered the game like one of the first ones if not the first one to do it and you're not bitter about other channels coming in and you're very open to the new style of, of how everything works and you're open to collabs. I know that we can contact you anytime and you would be willing to help us. So I appreciate how open you guys are to help another channel and, and adapting and adjusting to, to where it is now. And I think, um, I think you appreciate it even just talking to you about it. I very much appreciate good content. Mm. I know me and guy are the same. Like we, you'll see a lot of channels. Like when I first started, I wasn't the first ever channel. There's probably about four or five channels doing it at the time. There's well over 2000 YouTube channels now, golf YouTube channels, That's which is crazy. Madness. And, you know, uh, without sounding like, I'm trying to word this in the right way. I like when creators come out with something different. Original. Original yeah. content that, that really stands out, that you understand your space, that you, you, you kind of know your lane to some degree, but you also kind of extend it into that. Like I say, when I first saw it, I was like, God, this, these guys have hit that niche. And to be honest, I think when I first saw it, I thought, oh, I'd love to have collaborated with those guys, but I probably can't because I'm kind of a bit too professional and clean cut. But I think done in the right style, which obviously we are doing this week, it can, it can work oh, as a yeah. collaboration. Um, but yeah, you know, I, re- I appreciate good channels that work hard, that bring out good content, that film it well. Like you guys straight out the block. And I think this is where... Um, there's pros and cons of starting 11 years ago when I started, you could release really terrible content mm-hmm. and, and the content didn't need to be that special edited. Things like shot tracers were, were non-existent. That wasn't a thing where now when you come out with a channel, you've got to be all guns blazing straight from the off. 
People yeah. expect it. Yeah. You've yeah. got to have good audio. You've got to have good visuals. You've got to have shot traces. You've got to, it's like, whoa, like this, these thumbnails have got to be good. Your titles have got to be good. Mm-hmm. Where did you guys learn all that? How, how did that come about? So that's actually, that's credit to our editor and producer, The Jet. He is unbelievable. So when we first started Bob Does Sports, he, w- he was working with me prior even on the Brilliant Dumb Show and all of that. And um, he just loves it so much. And Bob Does Sports, I think you said it the other day, and it's true. Bob Does Sports is like his baby. Like he is, it, he yeah. is so in on it. And when we first started doing Bob Does Sports, um, a, a team that we partnered with, a media company called Doing Things Media, they they hired with us YouTube experts that would teach us. We would have weekly calls. All right. And nice. they really teach us everything. You ever hear of the Fine Brothers? No. Yeah, they were like big on YouTube and whatnot. And every week we would have a call and they would, we would release a video and then they would break down why things went a certain way, where we could have done better, what we're doing wow. good. Even thumbnails too. Yeah. yeah everything. And it Jet just immersed himself in all of that and he soaked it all in and and he is a he's a machine he he's, really he's is. become a youtube expert in a, oh, in a short period of time so good. Yeah. i think that's sometimes what i love and hate about youtube it's the fact that you have to make a good thumbnail a good title you have to make it catchy you have to make sure that there's parts of the video that are shorter than maybe you want them to be to keep retention and i love that about youtube i also kind of Hate it at the, set, the amount same of times time. Think, this is just a really good video. It doesn't need a title. It doesn't need a thumbnail. Just watch the video because yeah. it's really good. Yeah. Like, you know, because the, the the old saying of "Don't judge a book by its cover" is doesn't doesn't align to, to YouTube. That's the opposite of YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then for for you, then Bob, you know, your your kind of career started as this brilliantly dumb. Yeah, you were you working at hotels, weren't you at the time? Correct. And how did, how did that actually even come about? What was what was the whole idea with Brilliantly Dumb? So I had been doing content even before I moved out to LA. Like even the Vine days, I had been doing content all the time. Like a lot of different comedy bits. And what got you into Have you always been into comedy? Yeah, I've just, I've loved doing videos. And I've always, ever since I was a kid and even in high school, my friends would never understand. I always had a camera going and they never understood why. Mm-hmm. Used to drive them nuts, but I just loved it and- my thing is, you know, you're with your friends and you always say to yourself, I feel like every friend group has said to themselves, you know, we wish there was a camera rolling on us. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like, I, I wanted to have a camera running. Um, so when I was working at the hotel, I was doing content on the side. So when I first started at the hotel, I was doing overnight shifts. So I would have my videos filmed. And then during the overnight, there really wasn't many people coming into the hotel. And I what, was what were you doing in the hotel? At the time, I was working the front desk. Okay. So, I mean, it was a great, they call it the graveyard shift because mm. there's nobody there. So during those hours, I would just spend them sending videos out to every channel you can imagine for them. Your to own videos? Yeah. That, that's, I'd spend uh, and my based on what? Um, like different, cha- like big channels, Barstool and all that. I would send them my videos to see if they would repost it. But what were your videos at the time then? Um, Comedy videos, like a lot of comedy bits, like... um. Kind of like comedy sketches, what I put on my nice. channel now. Um, there wasn't any really golf at the time for me. It was really just that. Um, so I'd spend my whole shift doing that, and then it started to build up. Um, and then I met him at the hotel. But um, so you both started working at a hotel together. We together, yeah. And I, I had seen I had seen one of his videos before I even knew who he was. It was posted on Barstool, and I sent it to my sisters and my brother, and I said, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was him in a handicapped stall bathroom, 
and he has the camera pointed at him and then he pans it down and there's like two wheelchairs waiting to get in and it's like he doesn't know what he's going to do how he's going to go out and face the fact that he's using their restroom and it's hysterical there's no words but it's just like you could just sympathize and empathize with how stressed he was in that moment was sweating. and it was, it was so funny and then when we I mean, met it was real, it was real yeah and I just it, it, that goes back to like everything was always filmed so, you know I'm taking a shit and all of a sudden like I didn't even realize I was in the handicap stall and I looked down and there's wheelchairs lined up and I really started to sweat I mean I was really nervous but my first instinct was to get the get the camera out and and rolling um, yeah because the US cubicles are weird <laughs> you yeah, can really big. see Oh, yeah, underneath, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's the first video I saw. Really? Is. That, that's my buddy sent me that video and I followed him. So that's when I started following him. Was that on Instagram then or Vine back then? It was yeah, that's, that's, that's probably on Instagram. Both. So, yeah. so were, you, were you getting spotted at the hotel at this point? Had you kind of fo- forged a bit of a following? Yeah, it, it started to get a little strange because I got promoted to guest services manager and you're looking over a few different departments. So you have the bellman, valet, um, and the doorman. So I had about... I'd say roughly 40 people working under me that I was responsible for. So the four seasons there, they were great, but they want you to be very buttoned up. And Mm. I, I wasn't that way. (laughs) So my employees would see these videos that I'm doing. So it's hard to take it seriously when, you know, you got to pull them into the office for something or whatnot. When they see me the night before doing something stupid. How many kind of followers did you have at this point? Sorry, I'm trying to, Um, a thousand maybe. Yeah, at the time, I mean, it was small, and then it started while I was at the hotel to build, and yeah. then Barstool contacted me to come work for them, and then that's when I realized I always wanted to get out to entertainment, um, and hotels is what was going to be that got you meet so many people at the hotels and you yeah. shake so many hands that that was always going to lead me to some sort of entertainment with all the connections that you get. Um, but yeah, it definitely started to get a little weird to where I would start to get recognized at the Four Seasons and. My employees looking at it, it was very bizarre to them that people are coming and asking me for a picture and you know working at the hotels it's about the guests it's not supposed to be about mm. you so it definitely uh, it was a very bizarre time but I bet at that time you were you couldn't make any money from it really no, no. Really. yeah I mean you really... I told him though the first time I saw his page he showed me I said what are you doing here and he's like what do you mean I was like you're one of the funniest people I've ever met like you need to get out of the hotel and go focus on comedy. I always thought that he would make it and I would just enjoy it hanging out with him. And um, yeah. And then he said to me, I was like, well, maybe I can help you with your stuff. He's like, no, when we started doing the golf stuff, he's like, you're hysterical. You have to be part of this. And like at the time I didn't even really use social media. So he's like, you need to change your name. Cause I call you cold cuts. And then I tag you in the video and it's just your name. Like nobody knows who you are and stuff. And that to me was weird. And the same thing. Then once the golf stuff started going on right before I quit, people would come into the Wolfgang Puck restaurant and I'd be taking photos with them during dinner service mm-hmm. and the staff would be like, what the hell's going on here? Like, so what was your job at the hotel then? I was, when I met him, I was the AGM of the restaurant. Right. Um, and then I left, I went to Peninsula and then I came back afterwards to the Four Seasons and I was the assistant general manager of a Michelin star restaurant with Wolfgang Puck. So wow. you could imagine very like- yeah very elevated service, very high expectations, people coming and spending a lot of money. And then like we're filming comedy skits and, and videos and people were like, people like the staff knew about it and would watch and stuff. And it was, it was kind of bizarre. It was like one foot in each different part of the different world. Right. 
but I hadn't kind of immersed myself that I could completely leave yet. It was. I bet, I bet the customers thought it was weird when they were coming in and going. <laughs> I, know, I know you. Yeah, I met uh, I met uh, Jim Nance in there once wow. too, and uh, it was really cool. Like a lot of the people who would come in, you'd get a lot of celebrities and stuff. Like, and you had to be really on top of stuff. But it's crazy to me that like when we met, we just were friends at the hotel, and then now it's just. It, I and don't know. It's, there, it's surreal. Is there ambitions for, for comedy outside of what you're doing with the golf? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't know exactly. I love, I love hosting. I really do. Um, and we'll see, but to be honest, like the more that I think about it and when Bob to sports really started going, yes, there was so many ideas of other things that I wanted to do. I don't think it gets better than this. Like, even if you ended up doing something with like a TV network or whatever, like you then still have a boss and you still have like right now, what we're doing is so much fun and I'm doing it with my best friends to where the more I thought about it in order to do something else, as well as Bob to sports, it would have to be such a perfect mm. thing. Cause I really don't think it gets better. And I feel like there's a good chance that I could regret putting on a whole nother thing to, to what we're doing. And like, it's just, it's so good right now that mm. grass is always greener, you know? What was the Barstool gig then? So when you left the hotel, what did you do for Barstool then? So they actually, my, my goal was always to work for Barstool. And at the time, Barstool was the spot. Like you were saying, it's like the biggest hub. Like that was cool. It's always what I wanted to do. Um, and their CEO, Dave Portnoy, reached out to me. Finally, he DM'd me. And I remember coming back into my office and I was at the Four Seasons and I saw the DM and I freaked out because that was always my goal. It's always what I wanted to do. So here it was, but I just moved out to LA. So he offered me a job and he wanted me to come back to New York City. I was, I was born and raised in Jersey, but he wanted me to move to New York City to be in their office full time. And I had met him and I thought we had a really good thing going and we had a really good friend group there. Um, so it was one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make on whether I accept the job. So I ended up turning down the job. So you've been waiting all this time to get yeah. the offer. Yeah. It, and then you turned it down. It drove What's the actual nuts. job as such? Um, so pretty much a content creator. Right. And then you're in their office and they have all different um, live streams that they're doing. Like you're, you're there to create content, which is what I love to do. Mm -hmm. So it was my dream job. And then I finally got it offered. And it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do because I'm thinking, just like you said, like this is my dream job. It's here. It's right in front of me. Am I really about to turn it down now? But I just think we had such a good thing going. And I just believe that if we did it kind of our own way, that it would pay off down the road. But to some degree, I mean, the chase is always more exciting a lot of the time. Yeah. And, and was it quite exciting that you could almost, you, you got offered yes. it, you had, you had it on a plate and you Has went, to. nah, I'm yeah. good. You yeah. you've kind of, you completed what you wanted to complete really. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It, um, very, very nerve wracking though. It really was. And I mean, I think Barstool would have been a quicker rise and would have helped the, you know, the following even faster because of, of what they have. But yeah, I mean, to be able then to do it our own way and to turn it, I mean, Bob to sports probably wouldn't be a thing um, had I not turned it down. But in the long run, I mean, it ended up being the best thing that I've ever done. But also going back to that point, you'd have had a boss. You'd yeah. had, you'd had multiple, mm -hmm. maybe multiple bosses. Totally. You know, and, and actually how do you etch your own future out of that really? Because, you know, a lot of people that go on the Barstool Sports, it's quite hard for them to kind of separate themselves yeah. from yeah, it yeah. if they need to, if they continue to grow. What, what's funny is you were mentioning about how you've always got your phone and you're always filming. Yeah. And I, I, I've even noticed this, this trip, just kind of you bring your phone up and you've just got it by your chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 
Yeah, that's one of the telltale signs. Yeah. Yeah. And he, won't, he won't look at you either. He'll have no, this one to like look this way. No, sort of side I, know, I must admit, it's quite incredible. I, I, I really need to be watching myself. <laughs> this week. Rick, it goes out. Rick caught on quick, man. Yeah, yeah, but one did. of the funniest clips, and you must be happy that you recorded it when Joey was leaving that garage, <laughs> oh. that garage door. Oh, that, was, mean, that was tough. What the hell? Yeah, that was. Uh, I think that's that that that's had like it went it went crazy Millions. viral, with like forty million views. It is was just fact, like it's the fact you. You, did you jump? Try and jump over the laser. Yeah. So what we didn't show was the first time um, that I did it. I actually tripped the laser in the door. Yeah, I told him how it worked. So I told him how the laser works. Like you gotta get over the laser, and he just walks through the first time the door goes. I was like, I wasn't kidding about the laser. You got to get over the laser. So the laser Which, sends it back yeah, up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The laser goes across. Down. You know, in case a child <laughs> yeah, walks yeah. by. I was also inebriated, so that should be stated. allegedly. I think I've seen it. Is it on your Insta? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so he. We'll, we'll put it over the top of the video. Oh, yeah, most people would just it's step the best over. Video. And Bob he, has watched this video probably ten thousand times. Oh, is it on, is it it's on mine. If you go on my on my Instagram, it's like you got it right pinned. near the top. Is it on yours? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's right near the top. It's and absolutely so that hilarious. video happens. Then I get a a text. <laughs> and it's so, oh my it's so bad. And there's an extended version yeah. where they pan so back two weeks to later, these guys and they just start uh, dying oh laughing. Two God. weeks later, I get a, a text message from the Airbnb. This was an Airbnb in Palm Springs. You must, I get, have, you must have brought the garage. Yes. So I got a message that said, we, we noticed the garage door. Don't worry. It's covered by insurance. You guys seem funny. There was a camera in the garage. Oh, do, you, well. do you and want this? Second, do you want the angle? And I said, yes, I do. It was like, I hope you or your guest is okay. Would you like the video? I said, absolutely would like that video. So there's another video from the inside oh my of him word. running from the door. <laughs> it's so loud. Yeah. It's so it's like loud. It's a comedy sound, that one. It and you know what? If anybody with People all the respect, it's I'm like, if anybody, if that were to happen to anybody, it? It, it would happen to him. It, it, it really would. Like, that, that's the guy that it would happen to. But that goes to show your instinctiveness to get the phone out and to record. Well, that was oh, yeah. That was our other so producer. Was normally, that would be him. Oh, is that not no, Yeah, normally it would. That was our other producer. But there's another shot of it where... It, I didn't know that our producer of the ticket was filming that. He just decided to get us phone. He saw it going down. He's like, you know, something stupid may happen. There's a there's another angle where he he does it and then he turns to the car. You see Perez cracking up and then you see me and I look up and I realize that he got it and it was like a kid on Christmas when mm -hmm. I saw that he got it. It's like that that's gold. I was so happy. He was up at five a.m. He couldn't was, sleep. I was, so, I was so happy as Joey yeah, was on the floor. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's probably eight or nine p.m. Uh, West Coast time. So still, how funny that is. He's still thinking it's too late to post this video. Like, I can't post this video right now. It's too late. She's like, I got to wait till the morning. And he was just pacing. I'm not <laughs> sure you slept. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he could hear me in my room from the Airbnb <laughs> giggling to myself yeah. and, and laughing. I was so excited to post it. And then with the walking around the neighborhood, I, I have this thing, and I did it since I was a kid. When I get really excited, I just start pacing around. Like I need to start walking. So if like if we get a really good video that like we see a one out of ten on YouTube or whatnot, I go outside and I have to start pacing <laughs> around and walking. I listen to music and I get all jazzed up. I'm a nut. 
Yeah, I really am. You seem to obviously get a kick from that kind of that the comments, probably the likes, the views, yeah. just yeah, the fact I, it's out there. I obsess over it. I, I think, really I think on that, what's exciting for us is yesterday was our first day of filming. We've got a video for Rick's channel, a video for your channel. There's some scrambles coming and the golf was impressive. We vibed, we vibed well, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. There was, there was a was, good blend, actually. I felt very comfortable in your company. Um, you, know, you know, and on that, obviously I've been watching the channel for a long time. Like, Yours and Joey's golf has become a lot, lot better, hasn't it? Like a lot better. Not like, do you, I remember seeing like the Max Homer video and like you weren't really, there was a lot of holes that you, it was kind of, no disrespect, it was kind of Perez versus Max. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what it usually is. But, but you guys yesterday really, really impressed me. I thought you hit it so good. Like, do you, have you found your golf has improved over the last kind of 18 months? Definitely, definitely Bob, for sure. I mean, I think you were, you, well, you were, <laughs> I'm sporadic. You were, a good bit better than him yeah. in the beginning. And I, I think he's, you, you've gotten better, but he's closed a bigger space. I would say to where so you guys are, are pretty competitive. I, 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 saw you, I know you're off one. Did you say FP? Are you off one? Yeah. Handicap? Yeah. Like scratch. What yeah. are you guys off handicap wise? Like 12. I'd say something. I would say like 10, nine, 10 handicaps. Really? You hit it. Really There's good some yesterday. speed from Joey as well. Oh, yeah. he's got some power. Yeah. He's been playing. He's been playing amazing too. But when we had like when Perez came on, you know, everybody says it's nice to have a mix where me and Joe stand over the ball. You don't know where it's going to go, and that's fun. But then you also have the good golf. Mm. I never really thought of it like that when Perez came on. Obviously, we knew how good he was, but then as it's panned out, it is cool to see the way that it's gone to to have that to where. I think if me and Joe were just playing bad golf all the time, as much yeah. fun as it could be, some people would end up getting sick of it. So to have him and to have somebody that is that good, yeah. it, it's a cool mix. It's, it's funny but, you but, say yeah. that because that's why Rick got me on the Break 75 videos, isn't it? Just really? to make me look better. <laughs> 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 but to be honest, I think that's where like you've got that you have got that perfect mix between that kind of relatability yeah. and, and aspirational. You know, you, it's that really nice mix where. Um, you, you honestly, you, you really impressed me with your golf yesterday. I didn't know fully what to expect. Like even that first tee shot yesterday, Bob stands up there and you could notice him tell you're nervous. And we oh. we just bashed a, a, a little bashed shot a, of whiskey as bashed well. Bashed a whiskey. The whiskey might have helped. Yeah, yeah. It sure did. You absolutely smoked one down yeah. the first. Yeah, that was awesome. But <laughs> good news for you as well, though, Rick. Your game yesterday was just it's fair. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I've been You've I've been, been struggling a lot recently. Yes. My golf game's not been as good. Like I've been really really struggling. It was nice yesterday to kind of feel like. I was hitting some best strikes. Yeah, that part five, that second shot you made, that yeah. was, that was oh, yeah. styled. Yeah, and we're your get, punter we're was there. good. Yeah, it's getting there. So I'm excited about today. Hopefully the weather holds for us and it's not too windy. It's looking dry at the moment. Yes. Um, we're doing front nine on my channel today, back nine on your guys' channel. What we're doing on yours, are we, are we thinking about this kind of mini major style? Is that what we're thinking? We're think thinking so. either the mini major or, or doing a, a 2v2. So, I mean... Either war, I do think the mini major at St. Andrews would be, you know, at the old course would be pretty insane. And the bat nine is, is, is very, very interesting. Like you said, the 17th is anything can happen at 17. <laughs> anything can happen at 18. I think what's exciting with this video, these videos, this week, the collaboration week, and I said this to Rick when we were kind of planning it, that to some degree, all of the golf courses, obviously, do really need that much planning because I just think the video is going to be so good. And from what mm. I saw yesterday and, and hopefully fingers crossed, we're going to have the first one out this week. Yeah. Maybe by Thursday or Friday. 
Um, wow. I think it's going to be a week of insane videos and I actually can't wait to see them come to life. It's going to be very good. Gents, I'm glad you've managed to come over to Scotland this week. It's been a, a pleasure. You've So far we've ticked, I put a list together of things that we need to tick off. Yeah, Let me just show what we've done so far because I think we've done a pretty decent job so Nando's, far. What was your verdict on Nando's? You guys Nando's was great. That was great yeah. yesterday. That was good. A cheeky Nando's. Yep. So, so Jiggering Pub. Yes, on. did that. Uh, play Himalayas put in green. We've not done that yet. No, I've done that. Do that. I show the Himalayas. An Indian restaurant. I'm excited for that. I yeah, love I'm, that. I'm on, Have you guys, do you, you don't, I don't feel like you've got Indian restaurants in America. We do. I think they're definitely better here. Onion yes. from what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, I've got in here Cheeky Nando's, tick. Mm. Swim in the sea. Wow. <laughs> oh. Ed was in there the morning after we went on trigger. It's probably what he needs. It's probably the right move. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. How cold was it? Shock to the system. Was oh, it really cold? It wasn't really cold. It was cold. Not really cold. And then I've put, I've put in here, done vegan pub every night. Now we have done that so far. You guys, unfortunately, didn't. You had work to do last night. And then we're thinking potentially a fan meetup. Yeah, yeah that potentially, was Potentially, if we, if we can squeeze it in. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Be sure to jump over to Bob Does Sports. We'll put the link in the top line of the description. They've got to get to a million subscribers by then this year. I think it's absolutely only, there's no justice in the world if you didn't, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Um, I think you're absolutely killing it. And, yes. uh, you know, I think your growth is, is astronomical. And as you guys say, to the moon. And to I think moon. you guys will get to the moon. Um, right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching. And let's go and play the old course. Let's get it. Let's do, do it. it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.